Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Welcome back to Jesus 911 with Jesse and Anita. Friday show. We are so excited to be with you today. Yes. We have a guest that's going to be talking about. Our Lady of Good Success. Success, yeah. One of the most fascinating mm-hmm. apparitions. Absolutely. Approved it's, apparitions, by the way. Approved. Most people don't know about it. No, they don't. No. Mm-hmm. And we got somebody who wrote a book on it, uh, Jim Valoy. He's on with us, uh, Sophia Institute Press. Put out yes. the book, but before we get to Jim, the month of February is, is is dedicated to the Holy Family. Amen. And uh, the special devotion began in the 17th century, and which proposes the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary, Joseph, as a model of virtue and of all Christian households. Amen. Uh, Our model. This devotion spread. But in 1893, Pope Leo XIII expressed his approval of the Feast of the Holy Family. On account of the flight into Egypt, the Feast of the Holy Family has been observed by the Coptic Christians from very early times. The Feast of the Holy Family has been welcomed by many popes as a means of making known the true spirit of simple, pious, God-centered family life. They are such an example Amen. to us. It's funny, uh, uh, just a, a joke. Uh, our family friend goes, oh, yeah, you guys are the Holy Family. And I said, <laughs> yeah, not close. No, not, not even close. close. Uh, yeah. we're, we're saints in the making, right? Exactly. Yes. Saints under construction. <laughs> yes. Hey, I just want to put a quick, uh, <clears throat> a quick uh, video. It's kind of funny. Uh, uh, there's a comedian by the name of Jennifer Fulweiler, yes. and she talks about it, it, Catholicism uh, in a very positive way as a comedian. I was uh, Somebody sent it to me, and I was pleasantly surpl- surprised. Mr. Engineer, can you play the clip before we get into the interview? Culture around us sometimes doesn't like Catholicism. You know, when they realize they need us, when their houses are haunted. <laughs> Try to imagine an exorcist movie without the Catholic Church. (laughs) They're like, we've been hearing evil voices from the basement. (laughs) It's a demon. Somebody call a non-denominational worship leader. (laughs) (laughs) Only a Unitarian can save us now. <laughs> That's funny. Do you know what she said? They can't uh, do. I think she said plural. Us. Us. Yes, yeah, so I, I think she's Catholic. Us. She must be Catholic. Yeah, she must be Catholic. Yeah, because she did say us. Yeah, well, good for her. Her name, her name is Jennifer Fulweiler. She's <laughs> yeah. a comedian. And she, I think that was spot on, that little uh, message yeah. that she gave. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about Our Lady's Prophecies, God's Message for Our Time. That's the name of the book. Uh, Jim Valoy wrote the books put out by Sophia, uh, Sophia Institute. You can pick up the book at sophiainstitute.com, sophiainstitute.com. So a little background here. Servant of God, Mother Mariana de Jesus Torres, received her famous apparitions in Quito, Ecuador uh, from Our Lady. She was so appalled that she died. And a doctor confirmed her shocking death this is the nun. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, when her sisters prayed, she was raised, raised to, to life, life again. Can you believe that? Wow. <laughs> so here, Jim Valoy, 
masterfully recounts the stunning prophecies of Our Lady of Good Success of the purification, which though they occurred 400 years ago in the capital city of Ecuador, uh, concerns... It concerns the current crisis mm-hmm. of the Catholic Church and the world today. Mm-hmm. This op- apparitions have been approved by Bishop Salvador Rivero Avalos in 1611 and by every bishop in Ecuador since that time. And these apparitions are really for our era. Yeah. The, the relevance of many of these prof- prophecies uh, to today's events spoken as they were about what would begin in the 20th century and spill over into the 21st is, is very remarkable. Their gripping messages foretell the radical changes in customs and the disturbing state of our modern world that we are facing. Our Blessed Mother's enlightening words to Mother Marina de Jesus, Mariana de Jesus, a humble nun renowned for her holiness. They bear similarities to the prophecies of Our Lady of Fatima. Mm. Although some of the uh, portents are alarming, the promises of hope shine through the darkness of our current crisis. Yeah, especially at the mm-hmm. end of the prophecies. Yes. I can't wait till Jim tells us about the hope, the hope. that Our Lady gives us. Yes, yeah. right, right. Um, our Lady's revelatory, revelatory? revelatory words pierce the heart of the, our present state of affairs. The attacks on the church from without and within targeting the sacraments the priesthood, and mm. the family. At such a dark hour, mm-hmm. it may appear that all is lost and Christian civilization has ended forever, but that's not the case. When we talk to Jim, you're going to see yep. it's going to end with a, with, a, with a message of hope. hope. Mother Mariana de Jesus offered her life as the victim's soul and the miracles and mystical graces won through her heroic life and the spiritual phenomena she experienced continue to result in marvelous transformations of holiness today. Uh Above all, Mother Mary's messages are a call for conversion and renewal and for the defenders of the faith to arise in the face of cultural opposition and join the spiritual battle. Pick up your rosaries, Uh pick up your sacramentals, go to Mass as often as possible Uh and and help secure the ultimate triumph of our Lord and Our Lady, which is the salvation Uh of the world. Jim, well, welcome to Jesus 911. Yeah, welcome, Jim. Well, yeah. thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate uh, being on your show. Yes. So, hey, I'm let's, let's, you came. You're let's able to get make it. started, my friend. Yes. So, clearly, no one is closer to our Lord and Our Lady. And with that said, how has Our Lady reached a handout to mankind to address the current crisis in the world and in the church? Obviously, your book answers that question, correct? Yes, that's exactly right. Um, our Lady, has, as you both know has been in the modern era, especially, has been coming to us to tell us the message of repentance. Mm-hmm. You know, even way back in uh, Lourdes, when Our Lady came, you know, the message of was penance, penance, penance. Mm-hmm. And so the message of calling modern man to not trust in his own ingenuity, but to trust in me and to trust in the Lord, and so I think um, the call is to turn from sin and turn to God. And that message uh, has been coming, uh, Our Lady has been coming under a lot of different titles to give that same message. Amen. And it's also a message of love because as you look at Lords, you know, so many people, even though they, they only want to get the ones that they can document uh, from front to back thoroughly, uh, there have been so many people that have been healed, both uh, internally, mentally, and physically. 
So it's a tremendous Jim, Jim, you make a good point because there's kind of a pseudo religion that we're fighting against. I mean, you have the the you know, the World Economic Forum, the world uh the globalists, they want us to trust in transhumanism and mm-hmm. AI. But no, your book is no, we gotta trust in the messages of our lady, mm-hmm. a call back to repentance and come back to her son Jesus Christ, correct? That's exactly right, because mm-hmm. we're not going to create gods out of people. That's <laughs> first of all, it's wrong for us totally to even not. do that yeah. or try to do that, like the globalists are trying to do. Yeah. yeah. But the reality is that um our lady promised us you know she's come to us and said if we can repent if we will repent mm-hmm. um, it will either lessen the chastisement or it will eliminate it now in akita in 1973 our lady wept 101 times and she, mm-hmm. and she said to you know the statue in that apparition also bled and sweat mm-hmm. but here's the message Again, it was a message of repentance. And just a couple of years ago, Sister Sasagawa from that apparition has called us to pray more like basically the message or the rosary of penance, which I think um, it's a rosary of reparation. Father Bill Heilman says it's a rosary of reparation. And so whether we're praying the sorrowful uh, mysteries or whether we're praying um the, the rosary as with a specific intention of reparation, both of those are helpful. And the traditional rosary is too. Amen. Yeah. Well, let's go back to the, the gospel. You know, is it repent and believe in the gospel? That's what we went through last Wednesday at Ash Wednesday. That's right. We reminded everybody, repent and believe in the and gospel. And that's, that's so, what our ladies, and all these yes, apparitions, our ladies reminding us of Mark one mm-hmm. fifteen. Yep. We'll repent and believe in the, the gospel. gospel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It sounds it sounds so simple, but yet that is what man to solve all the myriad of problems out there. If man will simply do that, we mm-hmm. will see dramatic improvements. Absolutely, Absolutely. But, Amen. But yeah. Man doesn't want to often. That's yeah. So, right. Jim, uh, many of these prophecies were specifically about what would begin in the 20th century and spill into the 21st century. Can you elaborate on this claim? Sure. That's yeah. a great question. Um, one of the one of the pro, uh, messages coming through, and, and and I lay out the prophecies right in the book so people could read the prophecy mm-hmm. and then read my commentary on some of them. But the prophecy, there's one particular prophecy, for example, that states that uh, bad priests, which mm-hmm. I look at that whole prophecy and I see the priest abuse crisis in it. Mm-hmm. And it says that these priests, the bad priests, will bring the wrath of all, uh, many of the faithful upon them, um, upon all priests. So let's say, I think the report came out that there were 4% of priests that were involved in abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, 96%... Hold that thought, Jim. Priests. Hold that thought. I hear I hear the music. Here, our lady. She's coming with the holy pause. Yes. We're, you're listening to Jesus 911. You're here with Jim Valoy talking about his book on Our Lady of Good Success. Yes. Exciting. Yeah, stick Exciting around. We've got a lot of questions to ask them. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Our Lady of Guadalupe, pray for
We're back. We're back. <laughs> hey, this segment is brought to you by Charity Mobile. When shopping for a phone company, why not choose one that is pro-life? Call one 474 3662 and mention Virgin Most Powerful Radio to support this show. Yeah. We're here with Jim Valoy. He's written a book on Our Lady of Good Success. But before we go back to Jim, I just want to mention to all the people that are in the East Coast that there is going to be a rosary rally of reparation and protest in front of St. Patrick's Cathedral mm-hmm. in New York, New York. Yeah, awesome. beginning at 12 o'clock. Yes, that's beginning at... Saturday, Sunday, and, and Monday, Monday at 12. 12 noon. 12 Saturday, noon. February 24th. Sunday, February 25th. Monday, February 26th at 12 noon. Yes. St. Patrick's Cathedral. It's uh, it's an act of reparation for the, uh, the, the, the funeral service, the blasphemous funeral service that was held for a, a mm-hmm. homosexual LGBT activist and an avowed atheist inside St. Patrick's Cathedral. So join our fellow Catholics. Uh, uh, the, it's going to be organized by TFP.org, traditional, mm-hmm. Tradition, Family, and Property, TFP.org. It's a public rosary, peaceful, legal. We're asking for God's mercy and offer public reparation. Yep. All you got to do is bring your warm coat and your rosary. Yeah, and your rosary. Okay, <laughs> February 24th tomorrow, 25th Sunday, 26th Monday at 12 noon in front of St. Patrick's Cathedral. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to Jim. Uh, J- uh, we were talking about his book, and uh, in case people are just tuning in right now, it's just if you could just uh, re-ask Jim the question. Yeah, we- there's just, you know, he, he wrote a book, Our Lady's Prophecies, God's Message for Our Time, and, and we left off with a question. Many of these prophecies were specifically about what would begin in the 20th century and spill mm-hmm. into the 21st century. Um, we just wanted you to elaborate on that. You were. Sure. Uh, you could just continue, yes. maybe even repeat a little sure. bit what you well, just said. Yes. No, that's uh, that's great. Well, even even the uh, sacrilege in, uh, that happened at Saint uh, and um, you know at the uh, at the cathedral in New York, uh, mm-hmm. Saint Patrick's, is is exactly what Our Lady said would increasingly happen. There would be profanations of the Eucharist and and sacrileges mm-hmm. repeatedly. So we're seeing these right before our eyes. Yes, and I'm so in, inspired by you both that you're taking a stand to do something about it because all Catholics, laity, and everyone we need to take a stand against these kinds of things all over, and that's what's going to help our country start to recognize. Um, that not only do we need to respect our faith, mm. but to re- we need to respect each other. And mm. these uh, groups that are coming in to specifically mock and uh, cause sacrilege, um, it's, it's, it's another example of what the prophecy says would happen, but it doesn't have to stay that way. Amen. Because Our Lady also talks about us, we need to work together to bring about an end to to bad things in our society, and I think a yeah. lot of this, Jim, ha- is going to be done by the lay people. Yes, I, I really do. Yeah, uh, I believe yeah. And by the way, uh, the book is called "Our Lady's Prophecies: God's Messages for Our Time." You can pick up the book at sophiainstitute.com. Sophiainstitute.com. Pick yeah. up a copy. Yep, Jim. Um, let's speak specifically about Our Lady of Good Success of the Purification. Sure. Uh, yes. it, was, it was approved by Bishop Salvador uh, Rivera Avilos in the year 1611. Uh, yes. it, it, tell us about a little bit about this apparition. Yeah, a good overview. An sure. overview. It's a great, a great question. What happened was um, back in the um, t- 
time of, uh, it was about 1575, uh, and uh, uh, Mother Mariana, she was a young teenager at the time, and she was getting uh, mystical experiences with our Lord and wanted a deeper relationship with our Lord. So she, what she began to do, she began to uh, get a sense that she was called to be a uh, religious, uh, a nun. And so her aunt was going to a place called, um, uh, uh, well, it was the New America. And so uh, South America would have been South America in a place that later became the Republic of Ecuador. But at the time, it was simply the colony of St. Francis. And so she was going into the real hinterland, if you will. And she decided she wanted to do that. Her parents wanted her to stay in um, in Spain. They didn't. They did not mind if she was going to be a conceptionist, but they wanted her to stay in Spain. But because of her love for our Lord, Sister Mariana, you know, she really wanted to go where God told her to go, and our Lord told her to go to this place in the New America, which you know, as we as we know today, is South America, uh-huh. and um, she went to uh, took the long journey both by ship and uh, a long journey through from Guayaquil to Quito, Ecuador, which uh, was a perilous journey on land. Uh, So she took the long long journey. And to go back to the previous question, Anita, I wanted to mention that one of the things that Our Lady said would happen in our time is that there would be a total corruption of customs. And I think we are clearly seeing this uh-huh. in the redefinition of marriage is yeah. one example of a total corruption of customs. Mm-hmm. And our lady said that there would be a godless press. Now we've had a godless press even before, before the, um, you know, before the time of the 20th, uh, well, the uh, 20th century. Hey, Jim, I'm going to give you a definition of a godless press uh, to quote somebody. Fake news. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, that's exactly right. Fake news is a is a good. I like that term a lot. That describes it. Short that to the point. Short to yeah. the point. It's short to the point, and uh, it tells what's going on. They they have a hard time telling the truth. <laughs> but uh, Jim, tell, tell us a little bit. Uh, yeah, so uh, this happened in Quito, Ecuador. I mean. It's like what what good can come out of Nazareth? Right. People are saying like what good can come, come out of Quito, Quito Ecuador? Ecuador? Yeah, you know, it's just, I I had the good fortune of visiting there when I was an evangelical. Oh, and so I was there. Welcome home. In, yes, thank you very much. Uh, when I was there in '77, I heard of some of uh, the stories of the great President Moreno, and uh, she was oh. he was prophesied by Sister as part of the apparition that a great Catholic president would arise in that country. And he dedicated the entire country to the sacred heart. And he was a great president and um, president Moreno. They, you know, the Protestant guys were talking to me about that when I was down there and I'm like, okay, you know, I was, I was so evangelical at that time. It was like, okay, you guys are telling me this, but he was Catholic. Don't you know he was Catholic? And so how could any good thing come out of that, you know? And, and so uh, I was um, I was there, but I, in a sense, I missed a lot because oh. I wasn't I wasn't there. Yeah. yeah. 
So did, did he, was uh, this great Catholic president who was prophesied, was he, how did he die? Did he die? Well, Our Lady said that this great president would arise, and in 278 years from the time Our Lady said that to Mother Mariana, uh, Gabriel Garcia Moreno became the president, and he um, he came up, uh, became the president, and he died as a martyr, just like Our Lady said. Wow. She said he would die as a martyr for the faith, and there were a secret society that ordered the hit from Germany, believe it or not. So it was ordered all the way from Germany. Secret society. Sounds like society. Sounds like, society. Sounds like, Sounds like the stonecutters yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah, it was. And so, you know, they, wow. they ordered the hit in this uh, guy named Rayo. They know who was the leader of the, the actual guys that did the hit job. And um, Rayo was one of them. And he led like four guys. They had pistols and machetes. And they went after uh, uh, Gabe, um, President Moreno, and he had a pistol in each of his pockets. So he pulled to reach the pistol, and they chopped off his hand. He pulled to reach the other one, and they chopped off that hand. But he was a real fighter, and he knew he was going to be martyred. He knew that was coming because word was getting was coming through his um, his network of intelligence. Um, that that was out there. So, but he did many reforms for the country, and it was a tremendous um, blessing to the whole nation of uh, Ecuador. So that president wanted to make Ecuador great again, correct? Yeah. <laughs> yes, he was, and he was doing it. You know, he he almost had. He was in his third term, and he was really making Ecuador great again. And I was I was impressed with him because it was almost like. Everything right that a president could do, he was doing. Wow. You might think of him as the Abraham Lincoln of our of our of our day, or our um, our interesting, country. interesting. Yeah. So uh, many prophecies, specifically uh, for our current time, uh, given by Our Lady, addressing the corruption of customs, powerful diabolical influence, and control of many institutions, and focused on the attack of innocent children. Let's break down all these messages. Sure. The, Can you break them? You know, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, that's a good point because when I first when I first was writing the book, mm-hmm. I was not really that knowledgeable about about sex trafficking of young children, mm-hmm. and uh, I be and because of the movie Sound of uh, Sound of Freedom, mm-hmm. it really uh, gave me an awareness that that's another way they're attacking the children. You know, yes. uh, we we have like the abortion president pushing abortion in our country like there is no other value and there is yes. no other there's nothing else to push and yes. we have you know other parts of the world the whole world the criminal uh, underworld that is pushing this trafficking so in that when i first saw the prophecy about the attack on the innocence of children um there are things that i'm learning about this prophecy even after i wrote the book so uh, that's why I included the prophecies so that people could see hmm. what Our Lady said. But another way, of course, that the innocence is being taken is through pornography. Yeah. And I wrote the whole section showing the statistics on pornography and how that is also um, attacking young children. Mm-hmm. It's not just for the older children. 
Jim, yeah. uh, Our Lady of Good Success talked about the stonecutters, <coughs> the Freemasons, <laughs> uh, even before they were founded. Isn't that correct? Didn't she mention them by name in this prophecy? You mentioned them by name, and I was trying to actually vet that out to understand <laughs> <clears throat> what what term was the Spanish word. Okay. Because I was thinking, okay, they began in England. Well, how could that happen in 1570 uh, or 82 when that prophecy was given? Well, God knew all things. And these infiltrations that were happening in government, you know, we always think of the infiltration in our church mm-hmm. with Bella Dodd and the 1100 um, uh, fake priests that were put in the priesthood and yeah. how many got through. Oh, yeah. well, we, we don't know. But the so other nice. side of the coin is, you know, you have this um, situation with. Uh, Hold that thought, Jim. Hold that thought, Jim. We got a holy pause. Yes. Yeah. Yes, well, sounds we got good. bigger fish on the other line. Yes. <laughs> sure. Yeah, stick around. we got Jim Valoy here talking yes. about his book, Our, Our Lady it. of Good Success. Yes, very insightful. Stay with us, family. Yeah, don't go anywhere. The greatest bumper music on Catholic podcasting, <laughs> our, our Lady Guadalupe. Yeah, that's I just want to make an announcement. Uh, Jesse's going to be speaking at um, St. Monica Catholic Church from 9 to 3. Tomorrow. Tomorrow in, in Tucson. Tucson, Tucson, Tucson at St. Monica's in Tucson. So if you're anywhere around in Tucson, come on down. I'd love to meet you. Yeah. By the way, good Catholics out there in the East Coast, New York, they have a rosary rally of reparation and protest for the sacrilege that was committed at St. Patrick's Cathedral, the funeral service that was held for a homosexual LGBT activist and about atheists. So the the prayer rally is going to be February 24th, Saturday, 12 noon. Sunday, February 25th, 12 noon. Monday, February 26th at 12 noon. Uh, it's, uh, it's a public rosary. It's going to be peaceful. It's legal. And yep. we're asking for God's mercy and, a- and offering public refera- reparation for the sins of blasphemy and sacrilege having been committed inside St. Patrick's Cathedral mm-hmm. as prophesied by Our Lady of Good Success. So it's the on the front of our homepage, jesseromero.com, jesseromero.com. Yep. Our homepage, the flyer is right there. You could take a look at it. And it's uh, so just in case you forget the times. We got Jim Valoy here. We're talking about his book, yes. Our Lady of uh, Our Lady's Prophecies, mm-hmm. God's Messages for Our Time. Uh, this is one of the most fascinating apparitions. Most people yes. haven't heard of this one. No. I did about 10 years ago, and I've been mm-hmm. reading up on it, you know, and, and uh, I'm, I'm fascinated by the prophecies that are so detailed and specific. Mm-hmm. By the way, you can get this book at SophiaInstitute.com, yep. SophiaInstitute.com. Yep, but, and, uh, yep, and I'll be getting that book. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll be ordering right <laughs> after the show. But let's yeah, continue. Yeah, so let's continue. Okay, so, Jim, there's other yes. prophecies. reveal the They reveal the crisis of marriage, the family the church and and the world at large, but also the intervention of God in time um, to bring about a restoration and to the evils. Uh, so let's discuss that. Build us up here, Jim. Yeah, build <laughs> us up. Okay, yes. I know. Yeah, yeah. We need well, you know, it's 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 really true because I one of the reasons I wrote the book uh, was to encourage Christians not to give up because sometimes it looks like the world has gone barking mad. You know. <laughs> yes. And. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> Porky man. <laughs> and uh, I, I try to encourage people to realize that, yes, it, it, it can seem like that, and it, it is like that, but we know the end of the story. Amen. Yes, and, absolutely. And Our Lady said when it, when a frightful war would, would be uh, happening, um, that she would step in. Right. And she would uh, she would step in and intervene and bring about the restoration. And so we're at a point where uh, lots of things are happening. And Our Lady is telling us, continue and work together like like you guys are doing and like so many others work together to evangelize and catechize Mm -hmm. because we're you know, we're, we're it's only a matter of time before. Our Lord comes and Our Lady to bring about the restoration that has been long promised. That's right. Uh, Jim, there's a great African bishop. He's retired. His name's Cardinal Orenzi. <laughs> He's been a prophetic voice for many years. Him, Cardinal Sarah, and many others. Uh, but the world, instead of listening to Our Lady's prophecies, the world's been in hot pursuit of what Cardinal Orenzi of Nigeria calls the three major P's, pleasure power and possessions can you talk about that for a minute uh what does the cardinal renzi mean what's he warning us about i think he's warning us exactly what's been pushed in our culture uh, like uh, where we can acquire things we can acquire uh, not only possessions but position and then everything's going to remain the same what most people are not in touch with is the fact that first of all it's folly because they could increase everything and then all of a sudden they're called home or they're called into the next life. So uh, it's folly to assume that we're going to have this long period of time to enjoy the goods that we earn. But the problem is also that uh, with these goods um, in, in what's emphasized in our country about obtaining goods, it, it's it can't be based upon the false premise that we can obtain prosperity and at the same time be killing babies, innocent babies, and putting pushing it on every level of government, mm-hmm. and that somehow we're going to be still able to be a prosperous nation. No, we're not. We might be prosperous for a while, mm-hmm. but we're not going to be prosperous for a long period of time. Only a righteous nation will be a prosperous nation. So, you know, I think the Cardinal is is spot on in what he's saying. Amen. Yeah. yeah. So in the book of Revelation, St. John, he states that Our Lady would crush the head of the serpent. Why is Our Lady the uh, pivotal figure in the spiritual warfare of our present time? Why do you think that is, Jim? That's a question. I, you know, I, I found that question to be challenging to me. I had to think about it a lot. And I decided to call my pastor, who is a Mariologist, and ask him, Father Tim, mm-hmm. what do you think about this? And his answer, I can give it to you. I wrote it down uh, so I would have that. <laughs> give it to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'd like word. to hear what he has to say. Yes. yes. Okay, let's pull that up here. Um, yeah, we're talking to Jim Valoy. He's, uh, he's written a book. It's called Our Lady's Prophecies. God's messages for our time. You can pick up the book at sophiainstitute.com. Sophiainstitute.com. He's talking about an approved apparition mm-hmm. that uh, in Quito, Ecuador, 
Our Lady gave these prophecies to a Catholic nun, uh, um, uh, Sister Mariana. Mm -hmm. And uh, these prophecies are being fulfilled in the 20th and 21st century. That's what makes it more fascinating than anything else. These are 400-year-old prophecies of Our Lady. And the things that she said 400 years ago in Quito, Ecuador, are happening Right now, 20 and 21st century. So back to the book of Revelation, uh, Jim. What was the question? Did you oh, ask no, it's uh, St. John. He says uh, in the book of Revelation, how Our Lady would crush the head of the serpent and why Our Lady is a pivotal, pivotal figure for in spiritual warfare for this time. That's a great, that's, and that question, uh, when I brought it to Father Tim, his answer was, um, in Our Lady, there is no pride. So her humility crushes the pride of the devil. Mm -hmm. So yeah. uh, it's her humility. And it's funny because uh, initially I thought of that's it's her humility that is the reason. But when I talked to Father Tim, he pointed that out. And it kind of goes back to the fact that God is reversing what the fall did when um, Eve, the first Eve and the first Adam fell into sin. He is bringing about the restoration through the second Eve, which is Mary, and through the second Adam, Amen. which is Christ. So God is reversing what seems to be an irreversible situation, but is not. Amen. Uh, yep, that's, uh, uh, again, uh, our Lord and Our Lady, they've always been called by the fathers of the church. Well, the scripture calls our Lord the second Adam or the new Adam, and mm -hmm. the fathers of the church have been calling Our Lady since the very earliest, earliest times, the, the second Eve or the new Eve. So, Jim, why do you think the apparition given over 400 years ago, Our Lady of Good Success in Quito, Ecuador, to a nun, why do you think it has relevance for our times today? Well, one of the reasons why is, um, you know, when people begin to see that some of these prophecies have been fulfilled already, that Our Lady, when she prophesied 278 years before uh, Gabriel Garcia Moreno would be president. And she said he would die in the square as a martyr in the very square that um, the central square in, in downtown Quito, where the presidential palace is, which is right next to the convent where Sister Mariana is or where she was. And so um, our Lord kind of showed these prophecies. And I think that was partially to give us in the future times an awareness that we should trust that these prophecies have been approved by the bishops, but also have um, been, some of them have been fulfilled to the letter, wow. to the letter. And, and so I think that's one reason why these apparitions were given 400 years ago. And another perhaps um, reason was, um, I think to point out to us uh, a, a whole different type of apparition than what we see in modern times with all of the apparitions of Akita, Japan, with um, Fatima, with um, Our Lady of La Lourdes, La Salette, uh, good, and then uh, Our Lady of uh, Quebejo. Uh, all of these apparitions have, have uh, relevance, but we're now looking at an apparition that happened hundreds of years before that, mm -hmm. that was specifically for most, most of it or much of it was specifically for our times. So why did Our Lady 
give an apparition specifically for the 21st and the 20th century. And I think it's it's because she could spell it out in detail and also give us the encouraging news that there is the restoration that is going to be over the entire world and it's going to come. What what uh, what St. Louis de Montfort calls uh, uh, the reign of Mary, the, the, the triumph yes. of Mary, the triumph of Our Lady. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And, and I think we needed to hear that. And we needed to hear it from another source. Now, of course, there's there's at Fatima, Our Lady said that the, the, our hearts will triumph. So she spoke about the triumph, uh, triumph of the hearts of Jesus and Mary. Mm-hmm. And there is other apparitions where there, there, the, the idea of the victory of God is clearly coming through. But some of them are more, I think, specific than others regarding the uh, the coming restoration. Amen. Mm-hmm. We're talking to Jim Valoy. He's uh, his uh, new book. It's called Our Lady's Prophecy: God's Message for Our Time. And where can they pick it up at? At Sophia Institute dot com. Yeah. Sophia mm-hmm. Institute dot com. The book is Our Lady's Prophecies: God's Messages for Our Time. We're going to continue this conversation. We got Jim on for one more segment. We definitely got more some more questions to ask him. But, uh, yeah, the Romero household, we will be ordering the book right yes, after the absolutely. show. absolutely. We yeah. will. Up, oh, we hear yeah. Our Lady. Yeah, the holy here, pause. Here she comes, the greatest bumpers, Catholic bumpers in, <laughs> in the podcasting yeah. world. Because we're honoring the Queenship of Mary. Yes. Amen. We'll be right back. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. We are back, Jesus 911, and we have a Jim special Beloy. guest. Yeah. He wrote a book called Our Ladies, Prophecies, Prophecy. God's Messages for Our Time. Pick it up at SophiaInstitute.com, yeah. SophiaInstitute.com. By the way, tomorrow I'm going to be uh, giving some at, lectures uh, in yes, Tucson. at St. Monica Catholic Church in Tucson from 9 to 3. So if you're in anywhere near Tucson or if you want to make that trek from uh, Phoenix, it's only an hour and a half away. We'd Just, love to meet we'll you. meet you there and tell us that you heard us on the radio. Yes, absolutely. Also, tomorrow, uh, Saturday, Sunday, Sun- and Monday... February 24th, 25th, and 26th, many good Catholics are going to be praying the rosary at 12 noon at St. Patrick's Cathedral. They're going to be making acts of reparation and protest for the sacrilege of St. Patrick's Cathedral. Uh-huh. So join hundreds, if not thousands, of Catholics 12 noon, February 24th, Saturday, 25th, Sunday, 26th, Monday, 12 noon at St. Patrick's Cathedral. Uh-huh. Please gather on the public sidewalk. Uh, the public rosary will be peaceful and legal and we're asking for God's mercy and we're offering public reparation for the sins that were committed mm-hmm. with the with the uh the funeral from the atheist and LGBT person. Yes. Okay. So Jim, how important is uh, uh praying the rosary as a family daily? Was that mentioned? You know, was that, that mentioned in yeah, the apparitions at all? What does she say about that? Well, that's a great those are great questions. Uh she mentions um you know, when she's talking to sister, of course, she's talking to her and they are a conceptionist, which is Franciscan, a branch of the Franciscans. And so they're already living an arduous prayer life. Yeah. Okay. So she doesn't really have to emphasize. But 
when you look at all the different things that will befall our times, um, it it it's presupposes that we're going to need. Well, she does actually say we're going to need a strength of character and we're going to need prayer to supplement to be able to supplement uh, ourselves in our our uh, strengthen ourselves. Uh, because we're going to be living in very difficult times. Mm. And we are in those times, I believe, right now. I, I agree. So, you know, because of the prayer, do you, do you see it that way too? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. 100%. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, so, know. yeah, Jim, the, the choice is very clear as we hear you speak. Mm-hmm. What you're telling us is we have to listen to Our Lady. Uh, and, and basically, when you look at all the apparitions, we're talking about the approved apparitions like Our Lady of Good Success, all of them, to me, go back to John chapter 2, verse 5, where Our Lady says about her son, she says, uh, uh, listen to him, referring to her son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have to listen to Our Lady, and she tells us to listen to him. Uh, but and, and I think these apparitions, from what I hear you saying, that we can't lose hope. There's going to be victory at the end. We've got to pray. But the question is, Will the world listen now as the culture of death grows stronger day by day? That's the question right there. Any yeah, thoughts? Yeah, it, it really, it does. It looks like it's that's the last thing the world will do. It, it looks like they're more interested in what Cardinal Lorenzo talked about, the three traps of pleasure, position, and what was the third one? Uh, he had mentioned Pow- Power? Power? Oh, power. Power. And so, you know, power, power and, and, those, and those traps power possessions and and uh and uh you know he that that man is 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 kind of ignoring the most important because if a house is built on sand it's going to sink in 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 this in the uh sinkhole you know if it's built on sand and so uh when the storms come uh the, the a house needs to be built on the rock of Jesus Christ and the same is true for a country you know, our country will not be strong, no matter how many things it thinks it has, you know, air forces and air armies, um, you know, it, it has to also have a um, a uh, recognition that we need to return to a righteous, a righteousness, you know, in a, in a gospel way of life, which respects every person, and which respects the dignity of the unborn child mm-hmm. and which respects the little children that are being trafficked and mm-hmm. coming through the border um, and being trafficked. Uh, and there's people that have quit their job because they were bringing groups of kids through the border over to different locations. And then they weren't relatives that were picking them up, you know, so there's trafficking going on at the border as, as well in a big way. And I think, Anyway, that's those are some of my thoughts on the subject. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, give us some details of the great crisis and profanations of the of, that were that were foretold. Um, some of them were fulfilled, and others yet to occur. You know, some of them haven't occurred yet. But can you yes, comment? The, the, that? The, some of them. Uh, for example, um, we've had uh, Our Lady said there would be profanations where against the Holy Eucharist. And mm, yeah. some of them would be private and some of them would be public. Mm. Uh, back in my book, I, I document a, a case in Oklahoma where uh, 
there was a Satanist that wanted to do a black mass and profane the Eucharist. And the archbishop tried to uh, talk to the civic leaders to not allow this to happen. And they wouldn't, they wouldn't do anything. And so finally he had to bring a lawsuit against the Satanist himself because mm-hmm. he had the property of, of our church and, and he was going to uh, profane it. And so wow. The bishop was able what a to brave stop bishop. Bishop Coakley, yeah, he's a brave yeah, bishop. He's brave a good, he's a good bishop. man. I really, really was impressed with him. And yes, um, I saw him the other day. He's going to be giving a talk uh, somewhere. Um, uh, and I thought, well, that's a bishop I, I'd like to go listen to. Not that I wouldn't listen to, you know, all the teachers of the church. <laughs> well, Jim, I wouldn't. I'll be honest with you. I'm selective. But, but I got another question for you. So, um, what are the reasons why three swords of punishment would be unleashed in the 20th century? Yeah, what's this whole three swords, swords of punishment? Yeah, what's what is all that? About? I know. I read a little bit of on that, but. Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I call them the three swords of punishment. Mm-hmm. And what what the reason I call them that is um, there was when Sister Mariana was praying at one point, mm-hmm. <clears throat> she saw our Lord crucified coming out of the tabernacle of the the tabernacle where the mm-hmm. blessed sacrament yes. is. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she saw Mary Magdalene. She saw Our Lady mm-hmm. and she saw one other saint. I think it might have been jo- Saint, saint John. John. Wasn't it Saint John the Evangelist? Saint John. I think it was Saint yeah, John. Saint John the Evangelist. And I believe too. Mm-hmm. And so when they were all coming out, um, this revelation of the three swords was over this century, the 20th century, and it would of course spill over into the 21st, where the swords that were written on them, um, blasphemy, impurity, wow. and also the sword of, um, of um, let's see, heresy. And so uh, on those swords, it's it's basically reminding us that because our centuries have been given over to heresy in many, in many regards mm-hmm. and to blasphemy, we're seeing that almost every week with, with some new group going after to mock our church. Yeah. And we're also seeing um, it with uh, the impurity uh, of the pornography industry. And what I've done is I've taken those three areas and I've fleshed them out and put the details right in the book so that they could, you know, everyone could see that I'm making a, a, a strong argument that these are the three sins that are prominent in our times. Wow. Yes, wow. Absolutely. So let's talk about the heart pounding apparition of Our Lady and the infant Jesus. Uh, it was, uh, it occurred amid a storm at a sea. Can you comment? Was that? Yeah, that was uh, right at the very beginning because mm-hmm. the enemy, the enemy must have sensed that these sisters were going to do some big time damage to his kingdom. So he, he caused a storm to break out at sea and the nuns were on board praying and mother mariana was only a teenager at the time she passed out when she saw you know the this huge storm and out of the storm a guttural voice spoke and said um i will not permit this foundation to happen and he he spoke in vain because our lady and god had willed this foundation to happen so he was going to do everything, though. He said, I will persecute it until the end of time, you know. And so 
he is continually persecuting those those sisters but they're undaunted and they keep going forward and many several of them have uh, really given themselves over to being victim souls for, uh, for the sake of the church and in our time as well as for the sake of the order that they are in so that attack uh what happened when they were being told that they were going to be destroyed our lady appeared with our ble- with our blessed lord mm-hmm. as an infant and he had a sword in his hand and he was proceeding to chop off all the heads of the serpent and he did so so it shows that the devil may come on like a scare and try to frighten everyone yeah. But our Lord is going to actually that's do the work do. of stopping him. Mm-hmm. So Amen. that's what yeah. that whole vision was about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a message of hope. The, 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 yeah. the Our Lady of Good Success ultimately is a message of hope. We win at the end. Jim, uh, where can people find you, your work? And, of course, this book is put out by Sophia Institute. It's called Our Lady's Prophecies, God's Messages for Our Time. Where can people get a hold of you? Maybe they want to invite you to their parish for a lecture. Okay, well, you know, let me uh, put up my book here. Uh, they they can get the book uh, through. Um, let's see if I can move it over here. Yeah, That's Sophia nice. Institute. Yeah. yeah, they they can uh, get that through um, either Sophia Institute Press or you know one of the um, Amazon, for example, if they don't uh, have the easy access to that. And um, if they wanted to reach me, I would say I don't have a ministry set up. I'm mainly uh, feeling called to write. Um, but if they did want to reach me at some point when I'm able to travel, um, they could contact the publisher and I could see what I could do. But I would be happy good. to Perfect. hear this message. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, get, many people need to hear it. Give us one or two action mm-hmm. items before we wrap it up. we got probably about a minute. Give us one or two okay, action items. One, one thing I would say is keep watching your program because <laughs> the fact is we need to take action we can't sit back anymore Absolutely we're not living not. in the time where we can sit back and expect everything to be taken care of right we, we the laity do. must rise up and follow what we've been called in our baptism to you know to do be the prophets the priests and the kings to reign over our, our own lives. Amen. Good action item. Yep. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, Jim. Thanks a lot. We'll uh, we'll have take, to do this. Take charge, people. Yes, we'll have to oh, do this thank again. You. Thank Get you Jim's very book. much for having me. Yeah. Our Lady's Prophecy God's message for our time. Yes. And uh, hey, get the book. Catholics, it's Friday. It's Lent. Remember, okay. be holy or die trying. Yep. Uh, pray fast. Do penance. Go to Holy Mass. See you next time. Same Christ time, same Christ channel. God bless you. Keep the faith. <laughs> See you in St. Monica's in Tucson. Yes. Oh, Our Lady of Good Success. Pray, Pray for, for us. us.